Hi everyone! <laughs> Welcome back to the Apologize. It's been a while. Um, I have been moving. I've just been, you know, in lockdown in my own space. Um, so now I've got my shit together, and I was like, it's time for another podcast. Um, every time I do one, all my fans respond, being like, "Oh my god, this is great." but you should start having guests. So I'm like, I get really offended by it. I'm always like, okay, I will. Okay, so this is my first guest. What's Hi. Your, what's your name? Um, I'm Ali and I'm Anna's sister. Yes. So um, Ali's my sister. She's my older sister. She is 16 months older than me. Uh, and I thought we'd just kind of describe our relationship quickly. So yes. we're the, probably the closest in the family for sure. Definitely. Yeah, like even closer than mum and dad. No, they're fucking love birds. <laughs> but um, no, we're very close. Um, oh. We look so similar. Jokes. I don't think we look anything alike, especially right now. You look so much prettier than me. No, I don't. It's really annoying. <laughs> fine. I'm very hungover. <laughs> but she, um, everyone thinks we look really similar and I think we look nothing alike. Mm-hmm. Um, and our personalities are super different. Yeah. But then we get along really well. But so. I always say that if we weren't sisters, I don't reckon we'd be friends. Yeah, I don't think we would either. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you're more like together... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like not. No, I'm kidding. I think I would find you really funny, but yeah, but I too think much. Maybe yeah, probably too much. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, she's 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 funny, but like she needs to chill the fuck out. No, but I think we we think we'd be friends, but I think maybe not. We wouldn't be like best friends. No. Yeah. But we are. But we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the reason she's here today, you might be wondering, is because I did a blog post called My Family's Little Devil, which is moi. And this is the whole family episode. And so I wanted her to come along and give an insight into what it's like for a family member dealing with, you know, someone in their family that has bipolar and kind of give that opposite side perspective. Side note, I got vaccinated. Jealous. Yeah, right. Everyone's fucking jealous because I got it really early. Um, So, yeah. Anyway, um, so I wrote a list of questions just so we can, like, kind of do this properly. Um, You know, I am kind of worried because, like, I tend to be kind of narcissistic and talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I need to make sure I'm focusing on you. Okay. And not go off by myself. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Shut the fuck up. Okay, anyway. So, starting off, I guess, first off, we can describe our family. Yes. So... Uh, what, who's in it? Well, yeah, we've got mum and dad. We've got mum and dad. And then we have an older brother, Christopher. And he's got a wife, Edwina, and two little girls. Yeah. And, and he's then, seven years older than me, so... I think he's like six and a half. Yeah. Five and a half. No. He's older. Yeah. And then Ali has a fiance called Jim Jam, jokes Jimmy James, yeah. um, who's English. That's why we live together in London. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of always followed you in life. I think you know? You have. <laughs> <laughs> so I always, that's why I moved here. No. Um, but yeah, and then I'm have a dog. <laughs> and that's our family yes um but yeah so our family we have a great family like we've been really lucky lucky. we had a great childhood Mm -hmm. really like quite privileged and everything in people's eyes where my eyes I'm like I hated my childhood not anyone's fault but my own so you look back on that now and you hate your childhood yeah I know obviously you went through so much and so much difficulty but you can you see 
now I was in hindsight how amazing, amazing it was. Life. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, I can totally see it. we were given an amazing life. I just have such negative, not yeah. like fuck my childhood. I'm just like, oh, like it pain. was such a painful time. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Mm, lucky so, you. <laughs> all about me. Jokes stay sad. So starting off uh, with just kind of like, when did you first realize that something was wrong or off with me? Um, I actually was just speaking about this the other day. I, oh my God, why? With well, who? With Jimmy. Oh God, I thought you were like talking to a group of people. No. <laughs> um, but probably when I was about in year two, so how Shut old you? Up. Yeah. You were like in kindergarten. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's when I first noticed things were just harder for you. Yeah. And you process things a lot differently and you struggled a lot more than I did at that age. Yeah. And I had already picked that up. I think that's quite a rare thing for someone my age to even notice that. So it must yeah. have been quite bad if it was. I think it was quite yeah. bad. Yeah. Because you're quite a, like, rational, like, you're very, um, what's the word? Like, you just... <laughs> Logical. Logical. Like, you're just very, like, rational about life and, like, you kind of, like, you have a really positive outlook and everything like that. So she's always kind of been like a like obviously you're my older sister, but like my mentor kind of. And yeah. like you I feel like you know me the best out of a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I think because we're so close in age and I was seeing you struggle with either like making friends or coping at school and not being around your family all the time or being put in really awkward situations, like meeting new people. At that age, you found it really hard. Yeah. So I think we bonded because I was kind of like your protector, I guess. Yeah, you were. Like, I didn't actually, just to preface this, I didn't actually want to do this podcast just because <laughs> you are so funny and this is very natural for you and I think you come across really well and everyone is really enjoying it. But for me, and you know how to make light of your situation. Yeah, yeah. But for me, growing up with someone that you love who is finding life so difficult this isn't like a fun topic for me no I know I I feel bad about that but life goes on (laughs) (laughs) but no I know yeah she's she's definitely kind of been like oh I'm not sure if I should do this because I understand and I knew I think it's because it's also like kind of like why would you want to revisit those hard times Um, but you know, we need to get the message out there. Okay, we're doing it. Um, but yeah, so God, that's such a young age for you to notice that something was Well, that's when you started actually going to see, yeah, my parents seeing like a psychiatrist and psychologist. No, psychologist. You didn't see a psychiatrist till much later on. Yeah. But my parents took us, uh, took me to a, um, it was like a mental institution. We had group therapy there. But I remember I also went to like your first one because you, this is when I knew you had, it was, we became a team because you were crying so much. So yeah. mum and dad wanted you to go to these things, these meetings. You yeah. didn't want to go. Yeah. And I said, I'd go with you for the first time. And that's kind of what bonded our relationship through mm. your, I think, mental health journey. Yeah from the years on yeah well I'm lucky that I had someone like you that is like imagine if I had an older sister that had mental health issues as well yeah like or or I worked or other the other way having someone that would resent 
you for having mental health yes. issues. That's because, always been a big concern of mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's and big scary. concern of mine that you would resent me for not having mental health issues. Like, I think it works both ways. I think I used to get really jealous. Yeah. Like, jealous that you didn't have the struggles that I had. Mm. Oh my God, I've never said that to you before. Yeah, wow. That's <laughs> racing. I always knew it, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next question is, um, what did you first think I had? Um, I thought it was anxiety, which I think you do yeah. have. And yeah. I thought uh, through your teenage years, it was depression. Mm. And then I didn't really know enough to give yeah. you a different diagnosis besides those things. Because yeah. you're not really taught much about something like bipolar 2 disorder. Growing yeah. up, you kind of only hear the basics, which is like depression, anxiety. Yeah. So I didn't know about it. Do you reckon, this is something I've, I, I've been thinking about lately. I, I feel very much connected to anger. Mm-hmm. And I think when yeah, I definitely think you have anger issues. Yeah. But do you think <laughs> do you think that when I'm upset, I feel like I cry and stuff, but I feel like it's angry kind of. Like yeah. it's very aggressive yeah. in that sense. You know what I mean? It's not like cute. No. It's not like, oh, it's like, why did they do this? Yeah. <laughs> I think you have trouble um handling your emotions and letting yeah. them get the best of you and then sometimes getting your point across yeah. and unfortunately then it comes it won't get across because your anger is getting in yeah. the way of that so you have always said to me that sometimes I make really good points but like, I have not it, they get lost well. yeah your delivery is yeah. off so they get lost and the messaging gets lost and people can't understand you because yeah. of your that anger in front of that so yeah yeah I feel like it's under a better kind of control but mm. I still get triggered yeah deaths Oh, no, you've definitely gosh. gotten better, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then... Oh, this one's a tough one. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so the question is, how do you think... It, and this one scares me, because in my blog about my family's little devil, yeah. I, always, I, like, I talk about how much guilt I have. And I think I also then take that into just everyday life. I always feel like I owe people stuff. And so mm. I never like to owe people stuff, like down to money. I'm just mm. like, I can't, mm. I can't owe anyone anything. Yeah. Um, so the question is basically like, how did it impact you emotionally? And then just like your daily general life in terms of, you know, yes. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like it impacted my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> oh. Don't cry. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. We need a break for tissues. <laughs> Also, such ugly cries. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ugliest cries ever. Uh, oh, my God. Mom's going to cry watching this. Oh, God. I'm not even thinking about that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh. I'm no, I'm just so hungover. <laughs> I feel bad. No, there's nothing to feel bad about. At all. I know. I know. Oh, I'm honestly so hungover. That this okay. is like... I also never, like, really think about it because yeah. it's upsetting. Yeah, I find it hard to think about, like, if I go down that hole of, like, I feel guilty, I start to get really upset. Yeah. It's more the impact of knowing that your loved one isn't, like, happy yeah. on this earth. And that's really sad. Yeah. I don't want you to apologise. There's nothing to apologise for. It's just... And you've come so far and you're doing so well and and... But it's not, like, something that came on in, like, your teenage years. This has been your whole life, which is, I think, maybe different to other people. Yeah. Yeah, I think what, because bipolar comes on, 
in your teenage years. So it's always interesting for what I had when I was younger because yeah. I've just struggled throughout my entire life. <sighs> now I've got over <laughs> Um Okay, back to this. <sighs> no, I think it definitely impacted our family's day-to-day life. And I think you probably don't remember a lot of it just because you block it out. But down to like what we were eating to where we would go for dinner or if we were seeing family friends, what time we'd have to leave or what you were wearing or getting out the door. Like everything was such a struggle and such a a shit fight because you were so anxious about everything. Um, And what were our parents like what was mum really meant to do except kind of just say yes to it because you were in such a state but that really did mean that our whole lives kind of revolved around you but it's nothing no it's not bad at all because I actually I had the best childhood and I don't feel anything towards it and if anything it taught me to be patient and compassionate and have those skills so I I'm thankful for it, and but also saddened by it. Like, I yeah. don't want to be thankful for something like that, but I'm not, I don't hold any, like, resentment or anything. Yeah, I think it's something that I'm going to struggle with for, like, my entire, like, always yeah. have that complex of, like, I owe people stuff, and, like, I always feel like when I'm talking about, and I still do it all the time when I'm talking about myself to you, and I just feel, like, I just can't, like, you know, I try to focus and be like, I should really listen to what Ali's saying mm. and ask about her, but I'm so used to our relationship being you helping me. And, like, I don't know how I can help you. Because, like, you know what I mean? You're my older sister. Mm. And so when – and you've helped me so much. So when I see, like, you know, you've cried to me and stuff like that, I'm just, like, I've never had that – you know, it's, like, the roles of us. I'm just, like, I don't know how to approach it. And I feel so bad and guilty that I – and I think when my – feeling bad and guilty comes out as like, well, then I'm just not going to deal with it. I can't, mm. like, mm. I'm just going to still focus on myself, which yeah. isn't an excuse. No. But thank God, like, I don't think you're aware of just being a good sister to me and yeah, is enough. Like, that's yeah. all that matters. I like, try. I don't need anything from you. Except- <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think I just get wrapped up in myself a fair bit in terms yeah, of Yeah, I definitely think that happens a lot with people with mental illness. It's yeah. like, it is quite a self absorbing yeah thing because of course it is it's taking up your capa- yeah. brain capacity just like overthinking things or thinking like it's not your f- yeah. anyone's fault but it's for the people loved ones around them and they're not aware but it is very much all about that person and yeah that can be difficult yeah like when I get called selfish I get really triggered because I know I can be really selfish but I feel like Again, like, I don't want to use an excuse, but I just feel like you feel like you don't have the mental capacity to worry about anyone yeah, else. Yeah, which I, and I get, yeah. so it wasn't out of, and you make up for it in other ways, and, like, you're, so, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so thoughtful, and you want things for people, like, you want them to be happy. Yeah. You, want to, you go out of your way to, like, organise something really nice for someone, like. Yeah, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> Great qualities. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on from that one. Yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, um, I feel like we only scratched the surface though. Now I'm getting into this whole podcast thing. We we did only scratch the surface. We could go so deep. I know. I have so much more to say on the matter, but anyway, we'll, we'll leave it there. I'm sure we'll circle back to it. <laughs> anyway, um, oh yeah. So were you surprised by my diagnosis of bipolar, and did you agree with it? Yeah, well, I was in them. Yeah, um, I've I've spoken about this in my other podcast. Yeah, I was in the psychiatrist meeting when you got diagnosed for the and first time. You know when you go to a doctor's appointment and you're usually with your mum, but mum was at work and 
you they're like so what's wrong with you and you're like and your mum talks this was Ali she was like so why do you think I'm doing this quiz with you and I was like <laughs> Ali's like so that you can <laughs> but I think that's also what people don't know as well about our relationship is that I actually came to a lot of your yeah. appointments growing we up we also had I think yes I think we do know this is I'm actually just remembering this yeah we did have a therapy session together because I did hold a lot of resentment to you. No, but Anna, remember how I came to Sarah's appointments with you like That's every single say. week? You did? Yeah. With You wouldn't see her without me. Yeah. I have no re- recollection yeah. of that. So I saw, for like a year, was in every appointment yeah, with you. Yeah, I remember seeing her. Yeah, I was like there with you every time. Oh my God. <laughs> no recollection. But I remember we had, what, what, one session was very much about you yeah, and, and then we had like yeah, yeah. I just sat there. I didn't say anything. But you just one time go in without like me, so four. yeah, and then one time we had a full session. About yeah, that. and then we had a family session. Dad came in. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. Did Christopher? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> um. And then there's sometimes been psychologists that Ali. She never met this one, but she felt like you, you felt like she was turning me against Yeah, you. she did. I definitely, you've seen so many in your <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> and I think it must be such a draining process. So I can fully appreciate how difficult it is to also start fresh with a new person. Because yeah. you kind of have to dig up that, all the history. and Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one psychologist, I felt just, she was trying to turn you against me. I was also dating... Jay at the time. Right. And he's a little bitch. Okay. Well, let's not be um, now. Sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, she, I can't, again, I can't even remember what I talked about this woman, but I think we had a very weird relationship at that point. Yeah. And I think mum, which felt the exact same way I did, yeah. I felt she, the woman felt like she was trying to dis, make, there was, put distance between us. Yeah. And probably, that probably is not the worst thing because maybe she saw it as you were very, we were codependent, not mm. codependent. You were just dependent on mum and I. <laughs> I'm not dependent on you. <laughs> I don't um, feel like I'm as dependent anymore. No, not anymore. So I'm yeah. saying that's probably what she saw. And yeah. then she probably thought that, that you needed sense. some distance from us. Because to be like honest, mum and I shouldn't be coming to your appointments with you. So at, I, at that, at, at your 22 yeah. or something. <laughs> I was actually, what, the other day, mum, before you left? No, I was 21. What? No. I thought she would have gone to your doctor's appointment before you left come here i think she did yeah <laughs> fuck she went over at the doctor's she's like now do you want me to wait here i'm like no come in. Come in. um i did stop seeing a psychiatrist because he was like now why do you come to and i was 24 at the time he's yeah. like why do you come here with your mom like yeah. you need to stop doing that and i was like i i was like i can't see him anymore yeah <laughs> so yeah. anyway next question um wait did we answer were you surprised by it? Oh, no, we didn't. Um, no, I wasn't surprised. And if anything, I think it made a lot of sense. I think it, it was nice too. to have a diagnosis and yeah. something that we could educate ourselves on further yeah. and just really understand you. And I think now from everything pretty much changed after that diagnosis. 100%. Life changed. So it was yeah. great. My whole life changed. And then also after my... You took control of it as well. Yeah. And yeah became more independent yeah but I've always wanted to get better yeah there was never a point where you were lazy with your lazy is the wrong word um I don't know the word like I I don't know there was never a there was just never a point where you were against dismissive against trying to get better yeah you're always trying to do things to better your situation and make sure that you were learning enough about yourself and how you can stop 
being triggered and yeah so that actually makes it easier for a, a loved one to support you when you know you're putting in the work and actually really trying yeah because if you weren't and you were like missing your medication and having meltdowns I think that becomes harder for the family to de- deal with when you know maybe they're not taking it as seriously and- yeah yeah no I agree but yeah and then I remember my second one where I got diagnosed with PTSD yeah that also after that I changed again mm-hmm. but for the better yeah but I remember the medication when I started you were like what the fuck yeah. I went really numb and like really weird yeah you did for a while and it's like a trial and error thing so yeah like we're on the right track at the moment definitely I'm obviously it. living I'm your best life <laughs> um <laughs> you've got a blog you're famous <laughs> Kind of. Nearly. <laughs> um, and can you spot... On Sky News. <laughs> can you spot, like, patterns of behaviours before... I feel like you can before I do. Yeah, I definitely know when you're going to be upset about something, what mm. rubs you the wrong way, what you're going to get anxious about yeah. before it even happens. And, yeah, it's very... It's, yeah, I, know, I feel like, like I sometimes hand now. do cycles as well. Yeah, definitely. And you... and. Your behavior is still, even though you're on medication, it is very erratic. Like, yeah. You uh, call me and you're super hyper and you want me to be on that same level as you. And I'm like, oh my really? God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. I know. But yeah, you, you do because you're like, I think the difference is it's like, I just may be consistent with my emotions. I'm not really like up and down. Yeah. And then when you call me and you're, like, really upset and it's, like, dealing with that and getting through that process and maybe that will last for a week. Yeah. And then you'll call me the next week and you're like, hey, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, hi. You're like, what's wrong? (laughs) Nothing. Just just being me. I get, like, mad at you. I actually now know this. I'm like, okay, well, I won't call you then. Yeah, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Fuck. Oh my god, it's gonna ruin my dating life. No, <laughs> no kidding. Um, wow. Well, that was insightful. <laughs> um, I definitely think though I've made a habit out of my manic personality. Like I've mm-hmm. adopted it as my actual personality, which annoys yeah. me sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. You get frustrated with that. Yeah, because I don't feel like it's me. Would you feel like this is you? No. Well, I know. I like know. I don't know. Like I feel like it I think is. it's a part of you, and I think you just. I think you I don't want to it accept it, though. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm in denial. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think I play I think it I'm just going to have to watch how this plays out, and we'll see. Yeah. Oh, who knows? Oh, I feel anxious No, right I, feel you're not, I feel like you're feeling yourself since you've moved to London. You're really oh, loving yeah. it. Living my best life. I think we're just, like, going through the motions, and let's just... Yeah. Yeah, see yeah, how it goes. that. Um, and so... Uh, oh, what did I write there? Have your thoughts Oh, changed. what did you know, what do you do that you notice that helps me when I'm in, like, a manic phase, depressed, like, yeah. all that jazz? I thought about when, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. Oh, okay. Just because I feel my tricks to kind of calm you down. You don't I don't want really want to know give, that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to give them away because otherwise they won't work from I definitely forward. think, because I, I sometimes, oh, God, I'm making, this sounds like the worst... I sometimes can't make a decision for my, like, Ali makes a lot of my decisions for me. Like, not, actually, no. I feel like I kind of know what I want, but Mm. I need, I need your approval of that, of my decision making, Mm. which is so annoying. (laughs) Which is like, sometimes I actually keep things from you because I'm like, I don't want her to make this for me. But you're not doing it. I'm getting you to do it. And it's so frustrating. 
And but I, I try, even when you come to me with those situations and you kind of want me to answer them for you, I don't feel like I actually give you the answer. I'm just like, oh, we'll still like weigh up your options. And yeah. I kind of just go through that thought process with you as opposed yes. to actually telling you what you should do. Because yeah. I don't think I tell you what to do. No, but I know, like, I remember when I got this fugly tattoo <laughs> and I was freaking out after it. And Ali was fully, she, she I just know, Ali, that you were lying. And she, but I didn't admit it to myself until recently. You were like, <laughs> Anna, it's so you. It's so you. And I was like... Because it's permanent. You already did it. So yeah, I didn't know what to like, do. It's so I didn't you. even know you were getting it's it done. Great. I'm sure if you showed me a sketch of it, I would have told you not to do that. <laughs> Regrets. And I just know... I, the other day when I was getting removed, I was like, she lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew you did that to stop me what, from like... What was I meant to do after you get a tattoo on your body? And I'm not, I'm not going to turn around and say it's shit. True that. I would have just be like, it's nice. I want to give you that confidence so you yeah. don't feel like crap. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you do that. Besides like clothes and stuff like that, but I feel like you do that to me a lot. What? Lie to you? Not lie to me, but kind of like, if you if I get angry that you don't agree with me, you'll kind of be like, okay, well, I can see your side. Of yeah, why because I like. think sometimes there's no winning or there's just like back and forth and I'm not gonna win. Well, it's not about winning, Jokes. but like, <laughs> I just think... I don't know. I think we went on a tangent. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, that's my bad. (laughs) Um, And then, have your thoughts changed on mental health and do you understand it more? My thoughts have always been the same because I think I learned about it from, like, such a young age. Mm. But definitely, obviously, I feel like I understand it more every day being around you. Yeah. And you learning more about it as well Mm. and how many people it's affecting and just but I feel like I've learned about it my whole life and I've know about it my whole life so. yeah that's true yeah good good answer okay yeah <laughs> and this is the final one because this is the longest podcast I've had um what's your best advice for other family members in a similar situation to you that are going through that and watching a loved one you know struggle? yeah oh, that's a hard question because yeah. I don't feel like I'm the I should be giving advice out. But. No, but I always see, not advice, but like just what works for you, what you mm. think could help. Don't necessarily take it if you don't agree with it. But this is just like, that's what this whole thing is No, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Um, I think my advice or thoughts on it would change depending on how old the person is with mental health issues and mm-hmm. what stage of life they're at and what stage the siblings or family, like parents are at. I don't mm-hmm. know, because I feel like my advice for people with little children yeah. dealing with it is very different to teenagers or ad- young adults. Yeah. Um, but I think in the end, like teamwork with your other family members is key because mm. like mum and I definitely work really closely as a team to kind of manage the situation and we're able to like support each other and vent to each other and not that we bitch behind your back. <laughs> But it's a good sounding board to have someone going through it as well and that you're able to constantly yeah. talk to and just making sure we're, like, helping you and monitoring everything. And yeah. Just like, it would be so exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also yeah. great. No, yeah. But, yeah, so I think, yeah, mum and I, that would be – I don't think I would be able to have got through it as well as we did. Mm without and I think mum wouldn't have been able to either yeah we definitely were a tag team almost yeah and And my mum's really like she is she researches like I go in her bag 
randomly and I'm like in a really great place yeah but randomly she'll just have printed off all this black dog information because she just wants to know yeah as much as she can about it um so she's really amazing like that she does yeah, a lot we're of research very lucky. yeah we're so lucky um so you just support each other yeah and also take good. a break for yourself yeah because it is all about that person yeah. so you kind of need to just also know sometimes you can't fix it for them and you mm. can't, they have to figure it out on their own mm. and that can be hard and you do see your loved one in so much pain and you just kind of want to jump in there and take control and change things for them make it better for them mm. but really that's the struggle that they have to get through to overcome it and be better from it so yeah. I think just also taking a step back and then also taking time for yourself to like look yeah. after yourself there's only so well. much and you look can after do. your mental health because it yeah. can get very and there's only so much you can do at the end Sad. of the day yeah yeah I agree with that and I agree with like there's different things for because I think a lot of not that mum and dad handled it in a ba- bad way but me not understanding or even just children not being educated on mental health when we were younger it was very like not really spoken about yeah traumatized me a little bit because I mm-hmm. always felt like a weirdo yeah you know what I mean but now we know I feel like so much more it's only getting better yes but definitely I think our parents did the best they could with 100%. the knowledge they could get yeah and the res- limited resources that they probably had available to them at that time For sure and they tried everything and whether it was right or wrong maybe putting you into therapy that early I, who knows yeah I don't know if that was the right thing or not but like they love you and just want to see you of better course. so they would give you anything just yeah. to make sure you're okay yeah no my parents are absolutely phenomenal and did like everything they yeah. thought of so yeah oh i'm so glad wow. so awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh i really did not it want to needed do that to be done <laughs> well thanks well we'll see <laughs> this actually goes to air <laughs> um well thanks for joining us you're welcome um, i am going to be more on it and going to be posting more i just had to move and i had to just like do me for a bit mm-hmm. um so I don't know. This one does well, but Ali's going to be like, part two? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll get into it. Yeah, maybe. Ali's maybe we'll like, do a we sister should do podcast. podcast. I was just about to say that. I was just about to be like, you're going to be like, we should do a podcast. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. And I'll sp- not speak to you guys, but, you know, just listen in later. All right. Ciao for now. <laughs>